we have Sam in the studio today and it has been an interesting morning to say the least. So I'd like to introduce you guys to Sam. She is a life coach. I met her about two years ago. Before this podcast was a podcast, it was going to be a online video series um, that I was going to do as part of my old blog. And I Instagrammed Life Coach and Sam was the first person that popped up that seemed normal and um, (laughs) that was really doing some cool stuff that I related to personally. And since then, we have had a few different sessions and I've watched her business grow and she's watched this podcast evolve and we've become great friends through the process. So here is my interview with Sam and we're going to talk a little bit about what life coaching is and how we can educate ourselves on ourselves. This is The Millennial Crisis by Demi Kotsouris, Wi-Fi not included. So welcome to the studio, Sam. Thanks, Demi. Thank you for having me. For the third time for yeah, attempting yes. this. Um, <laughs> third time but I charm. think that's it, exactly. So let's start first off with what is a life coach and I guess who are what a life coach can do for someone. Yeah, sure. So a life coach is quite different for different demographics. So if you're a senior executive, you're more likely to have performance coaching um, and mentorship type of coaching. Whereas millennials, this is a whole new realm and there aren't many life coaches uh, working with millennials, but I'm super passionate about it because as you'll learn later on my journey um, of finding myself in my 20s, millennials, we're dealing with problems that our parents just can't relate to. So we don't know who to turn to for answers because we're hearing, we're talking about our passions and things that we really want to do. And our parents kind of, you know, well-intentioned, they squash our dreams because they don't get it. It's like, how are you going to make money doing that? So it's really hard to know where to turn to. So I work specifically with millennial women who want to make a life of their own creating. So it is them maybe leaving the corporate traditional job, as you'll learn later, that's exactly what I'm doing. Or they want to just follow this passion, but they want to make a great income doing that. So I help them transition from where they are, work through their blocks, create a really strong support system and get them eventually to where they're hoping to get to. Yeah, which is exactly kind of where we're at in this point is we've been, majority of us have been to university and now we're in these workplaces and we see all these people on Instagram doing these really cool things and making a living from things that they're passionate about. But to get to that point, we never see the full story Yes, um, on how they get there. And you question yourself a lot because everyone questions you. And it's hard to follow your gut when everyone's telling you, you're wrong, that sounds too good to be true. When in reality, we are in a world now where you can live the life of it is too good to be true. I know today you said before, Sam's literally living her best life and about to go on an incredible journey. And um, she literally said, I can't believe this is my life. And I'm like, I can't wait to get to that point. Like it's, And you've enjoyed the process throughout, right? And then also not because it's been fucking hard. Yeah, but (laughs) that's something that, you know, life, the kind of coaching part of thing really helps you to be like, as long as you stick out, as long as you're working hard, Mm. it's okay for you to be here. Totally. And don't forget that being a millennial, 
while you don't know where to turn necessarily because the world is incredibly different, that we're coming up in a world where like any generation before us just cannot relate and we're trying to even work it out and technology is changing by the fucking second. Mm. But don't discourage... Don't feel discouraged when you've got mess in life. 20s is meant to be messy. It is meant to be self-discovery and learning and, you know, spending all your money on the Saturday night. <laughs> that is what your 20s is about. So don't think that you're not supposed to make mistakes because you're seeing so-and-so living the most perfect, you know, certified account on Instagram life when that isn't necessarily realistic and they might not be telling you the whole story and you don't know what it took for them to get there either. Mm. And what a boring life to live if you've never learned anything either. Exactly. Yeah, so the whole aim of our conversation is really going to be about what we can do while we're stuck in this millennial crisis of whatever it is for you, what you can do outside of that to help yourself. And if you understand yourself. The one thing that I've kind of learnt speaking with Sam and and just even just catching up with Sam all the time is that if you understand what you want, your goals and what you value the most, which is at this age, you can slowly start figuring it out, you know, in your, I'd say maybe from 22 onwards, you start figuring out these little things that if you use that as the basis or the compass for you to make your decisions and always bring it back to that, it really helps you tackle people that might question the journey that you're on. And if you really understand who you are, it allows you to stick with your gut instincts. Exactly. So let's get into how you got into life coaching and your journey to now. Yeah. So my story starts when I was 21 years old, I had a melanoma removed and that completely like sent myself into a spiral because I thought, how the hell is my life over at 21? And thankfully I didn't have to go through extensive treatment or anything. And I came out the other side and it's almost 10 years since that. So I'm very thankful. But when I did come out, I decided, like, I literally remember the moment walking out of the hospital and like, I'm not religious, but just sort of like thanking God, like, thank you for my second chance. Like that moment of thinking this isn't over. And the commitment I felt to myself that I had to go and live more and I had to do something meaningful. Um, And I was I had always played competitive sport growing up. So being around coaching and being a captain and things like that, that was really quite natural to me. So once I was following some coaches and stuff in America, um, once I learned that I could study this, I absolutely jumped at the chance. And at the time I was working in corporate in law and a few years into that, I had a bit of a breakdown. Actually, it was a huge breakdown. I was trying to study, build a business, working in a really, really competitive law firm and I just had no energy left and I didn't listen to my body and I pushed and pushed and pushed, trying to keep up with the everything, trying to keep up with Instagram and, you know, clients and just I had to have a break and I wasn't having that. So my body forced that upon me and um, my anxiety was so bad that I had to take some time off work. And then fast forward a few years after doing an incredible amount of work on myself, I can say that I am moving to Bali next year and I am leaving the corporate world. Um, And that took time and it took having a coach and it took going through my mess and feeling like a piece of shit at 26, thinking like, what the hell have I done to myself to now being 30 and about to embark on the biggest exciting journey of my life. 
It's amazing. I wish you guys could see how Sam's face lights up when she like gets to the point of her life that she is now because it is so exciting and and she's it, she's just like living proof that it it can happen and there's so many people that do this but the steps to getting there are so hard and it's okay for that to be a journey yeah. I think and that's one thing that I've really learned from Sam is that it's okay for it to be a journey. Yeah, um, it always is. It's such a cliche, but everything is a journey. And I just want to say, don't be discouraged by the hard because life is going to throw different curveballs at you. But at the end of the day, you're only taking one step at a time, no matter how hard you know that phase of life is. But know that you will get through it because you are becoming wiser and you will make decisions and choices that end up serving you more and more. It's like refining the data that you're receiving, if that makes sense. Yeah. I keep saying that where if you look at the big idea, like we're all in life for the long haul, right? Mm. So in your, we're all going to be living to eighties and nineties, right? Hopefully. (laughs) And if we're looking at it logically, like in your twenties and thirties, your babies, right? Your babies to teenagers. So what were you doing when you were a baby and teenager? You were falling down, getting back up and you didn't have a care in the world. Now we've got a few other things, but it's still okay to trial and error because this is a time for us to trial and error. There's no rush when you look at the bigger picture. So me and Sam did... um, a session. We've done two sessions now. Two sessions, yeah. Um, one when we first started and then one a little bit in probably a year ago now or at yep. the start of the year. Yeah. And what we did in those sessions is Sam helped me really, I guess, break down my thinking. And what I've done is I've put uh, I've put the booklet that I filled out so that Sam could help me work out what I wanted um, up on the website. So I'll link all that below. But so we can kind of run through how that initial session went and how Sam helped me understand what I value. So the first time we did the workbook, I thought, yeah, next couple of weeks, in six months, I'll be exactly where I am. Like we wrote down goals in the end. And I was like, yeah, like I'm so going to do this. Like I'm so motivated. And in reality, it's taken me two years to get to the starting point of these goals. And also knowing that I'm still not fully achieved them, but I've realized that growth never stops and education never stops. And if it does, that's when things get bad, Yes, you know, because exactly. if you're not constantly growing, then what are you doing? So what we're going to do now is we're going to run through, um, what we're going to do now is I'm going to run through with Sam the workbook and how she starts off with her clients and kind of turn that back on what we did and how that's kind of helped me in, in my journey. Yeah. So obviously we're all individuals, but until we actually really look at ourselves, we don't really know what sets us apart from, you know, each other. So this workbook just allows you to, you know, find that space where you can connect with yourself. And these aren't mind blowing questions, but the information you get back is so simplistic, but you mentally, you've kind of eliminated it. 
I honestly thought Sam was a mind reader when she like came back to me. This was the first time I met her. And she's like, you uh, thrive like this. You should be doing this. You should be doing that. Um, When you're not doing this, this really gets you down. And I was like, how do you know me? Like, what is this? She's been stalking my Instagram. Like something's happening here. But then when we went through the booklet, it was like, my God, I answered my own questions. Yeah. Exactly. So it's very much um, you, it's a self-profiling tool. So there is the element of looking at your strengths and looking at your weaknesses. But the biggest thing in there is your value system. And once you learn what makes you tick, what your values are and how they can serve your strengths and weaknesses, that sets you on your path for your success. Because your path is going to look different from the next person's. Because, for instance, Demi loves being around people. She needs to be with people. But then she also needs that element of support and motivation because she can procrastinate. So these are things that she can help set herself up going forward, which she's absolutely done over this last year, hence this podcast coming to life. (laughs) So she's allowed, she's set the framework up for her own success. Yeah, for sure. The the one thing I can say is that I've throughout this year working on this podcast, it's it's been a struggle, but because of the things that Sam helped me identify, I know how to pull myself out of a rut now, and we were speaking earlier about I was like, Sam, you know, I went through this stage where I just really didn't know what to do and I didn't have the confidence to to go back at people who questioned what I was doing. And when I reflected back on our booklet and the questions and my values, it was, okay, well, you need to organize some interviews with people who motivate you. You need to surround yourself with people who are doing great things in audio so you can have that motivation or have that mentorship to keep going in that. You need to have a conversation with your boss about where you're currently working because not doing something at work is is not motivating you or not helping you thrive outside of work. And also when you're stressed, you start lacking on your nutrition or you stop doing things for yourself and that's not helping you either. So it was slowly about reintroducing walks into my day and continuing that thing and or saying to chatting to my work and having a really hard conversation to say right now this isn't helping me I might have to move on Um, and then again getting back into radio so that I could continue the podcast and that was all because I understood my values because that's where we started. Yep yep it helps you eliminate a lot of the noise because we're growing up in a world where there is so much influence everywhere we turn. We've got, you know, Instagram telling us one thing and Facebook ads trying to, you know, suck us into another sales funnel. So much noise. Whereas when you know who you are, you start filtering all that stuff out because you're not reaching for the next answer because you know who you are. So you start reaching for those things and you make the choices that end up you know, leading you down that right path rather than taking one step here and one step there, which is where most millennials find themselves. Yeah, that's exactly right. And one thing that we've been talking about now is I reflected back at my time at university and how I I knew I was in the wrong place. However, you're stuck there. And I'm glad I stuck it out there because it led me to where I am now, which I'm really grateful for. 
but not repeating that same mistake. So knowing that just because you're in the workplace and you're growing one way in your career, that you can't grow outside of that as well. And the great thing and also the thing that's really fucking with us is the fact that there are so many options for us. But also with so many objects and with such ag- with such agile environments, it is more demanding for millennials because you can't just know Instagram. You need to know Instagram, LinkedIn, um, video editing, Photoshop editing. It's not just you're in, uh, you know, uh, copywriting and that's all you do. You need to know a few things because that's what the workforce demands now. So it's important for us to retrain ourselves and constantly innovate ourselves outside of work. And if we don't know who we are, then we can't do that or we don't know that we have the option to grow outside of work. Yeah. And you'll start making choices for the sake of making them. So it's like, you know, you're at a smorgasbord and you're hungry. So you want like a little bit of everything, but really all you wanted was uh, like porridge or something, you know, yeah. I mean, who the fuck's going to choose porridge? <laughs> um, you know, but when you do know who you are and you know what serves you, you're naturally going to reach for those things that lead to your success. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So Sam, for someone who's at home now, and this is the first time that they've learned about what a life coach is, and they feel like they're really stuck in this rut, but also they don't have the savings, they don't have all of the options, or they're not sure what to do now because I guess financial freedom plays a big a big role in things. And and when you are when you do feel like you have no money, you're stuck in a place, you don't know what to do. What can someone do to kind of help take the first step? So head to my website and download the self-discovery workbook. And this is the workbook that Demi had filled in. And this will help you look at yourself and what makes you tick as a person, because we want to get you on the right path. We want you on your path. Now, looking at that, you can see that there's going to be some trends. And in those trends, you might see that you're an introvert and you like working in small teams, or maybe you even like working as a freelancer. So that would help you start looking at jobs that will serve that part of you. Whereas somebody else like Demi, who loves, and this is the biggest thing she took away from her workbook was that she loved being around people and she needed to be around motivated, excitable people because that's when she thrived the most. So she needs to be working around like-minded people that are doing the same sort of thing and that are just absolutely going for it. That's what makes her the most jazzed. Now, someone could be super outgoing and they love going to you know, networking and just wanting to be that person that gets around everybody. So in that workbook, and it's absolutely free, you can start looking at the trends in your life and your personality that will help you make the decisions that will serve you and your success later on. It just really helps you break down your mind. Exactly You know, it's all the noise that's happening in your head that causes a lot of anxiety and depression and stress. And I think the hardest part of it all with us as millennials at the moment is there's nothing wrong with our lives. If you think about it, for the majority of us, there's nothing wrong with our lives where we're eating, we've got shelter, we've got a job, we've got all this stuff. So everyone's telling us, we're so privileged than we are. And so you think there's nothing for me to be stressed about. There's nothing for me to be anxious about. There's nothing for me to be depressed about. 
yet you still are. So you're looking lazy because you don't understand who you are Mm -hmm. to be able to make these decisions. And I think I went through that for such a long period of time that I was like, how do I feel so shit when I'm actually living a great life. I'm yeah. still going on an overseas trip each year. I'm studying. I'm working. I've got this amazing clientele base and this, that, the other. And everyone just kept telling me how good I'm doing. But I was like, I don't feel like I'm doing good yeah. because I was in the wrong environment and I was doing the wrong things for me. And it might be the right thing for someone else, but it was the wrong thing for me. And that's what the workbook really helped me unpack. And it might not be in the form of the workbook. It might be in the form of a podcast or, again, counselling sessions. In Australia, we're really lucky to be able to have 10 free counselling sessions a year and maybe that's the right way for you to do it. It just depends on the person you are. But I would highly recommend starting, again, this isn't, it's free. Sam's provided this because she is so passionate about the work that she does. And it might be a head start for you to work that out for yourself. But if not that, have the conversation with someone else about how you're feeling because nine times out of 10, they're feeling exactly the same. Yeah. And that's what social media isn't talking about. It is so much of it is, you know, the highlight reel. And we know that, but we're still buying it. We're still getting sucked into that comparison. And when you aren't feeling confident in who you are and the direction, if you're feeling directionless, you're very much likely to be sucked into that influence and feeling like you need what that person's doing. And you need to now be a travel blogger and you now need to be a restaurant, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think when I first came to you, I was like, well, when I first started this podcast altogether, it was, do I want to be freelance? Do I want to work in a team? Do I want to work overseas? Do I want to work here? Um, do I want to work in audio? Do I want to work in digital marketing? I think my skills lie there, but like, what if I don't want to do that? And um, big companies like this, that, the other, that if you say that you work there to someone, they're like, you work where? You know, all of these things influence your decision if you don't know yourself to the core. Exactly. And it takes a while to know yourself. Of course it does. All all the time. But I think that's what we're going to work on from here on out is that Sam's helped me discover those bits of me that I enjoy. So now let me do some trial and error to figure that out while I feel like I'm stuck somewhere. You can still feel like you're stuck somewhere and test the waters with different things because at the end of the day we are still all still young and we do have time and so you should Mm. that we're so blessed to be in a world now where everything is at you know your fingertips like just go on youtube Mm. and learn how to do anything Mm. so i really encourage you go online and play with different industries or play with different hobbies or sports or whatever it is that gets you feeling happy and creative and in the zone and not feeling like you're not achieving enough or comparing yourself. Just go and have a little bit of fun. Yeah. I think one of the best questions in your workbook is your ideal day. Yeah. There's the, a thing where you're supposed to lay out what your ideal day was. And I was like, what is my ideal day? And it really mixed up of doing work, like sitting at the computer and doing some work, but then being able to mix that with getting some house chores done, then cooking something. Like that was something that I really valued and going for a walk. So getting outside and having diversity in my day 
because that's when I feel one, the best, two, I get the most done. And uh, like, it was just the happiest me. And when you realize that stuff, you can work out what's a reality for now and what can you slowly Mm. introduce. And the end goal can be that perfect day. And it might take 10 years to get to that perfect day, but you know that that's the kind of, that's what you're aiming for. I love that you just said that because it is a journey and it's never going to be an overnight success. So if you can look at, okay, I want to be a freelancer in, you know, the next five years, where should I work now to get the skills that will facilitate that? So you want to look at what action can I take now that's going to lead me ultimately on my path to success? I'd just like to add, look at your network that you've got now. Who can you reach out to and just offer to take them for coffee or brunch? And what questions, like prepare your questions ahead of time and just, you know, take that time to get to know their story, their journey and whatever knowledge they would love to give you because you likely have people around you now that can help you on that journey and give you that mentorship and direction. And they might not be, you know, in a traditional sense, older siblings or cousins or parents, but have a look at who might not be that far to reach out to. Exactly. I think now the great thing is that when you're friends with someone on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, there is no harm in sending someone a message to say, hey, I love what you're doing. I'm thinking of doing this. Do you have any advice for me? Or what type of person do you think would thrive in this environment? And if you understand you, then you can do that. And it seems to be a consistent thing that comes up with people I interview. Reach out to someone in the field and ask them what it's like to be there. Worst thing happens, they don't respond. You have a seen message. We've all had a seen (laughs) message. Like, let's relax a bit. Let's keep our egos in check because a seen message is not the end of the world. It is not that bad. Just delete (laughs) it and then Exactly. Pretend it never happened. (laughs) The funny thing is that in, you know, personal life, people date to find a life partner. And at the end of the day, you're going to be married. You spend so much time at work sometimes even more than you would with your partner. Date your job is what you saying. Yeah, date your job and <laughs> totally. it's okay to date your job. Yes. Yeah. So, Sam, to end, if you had some advice to give people or one thing that you really that really has helped you on your journey and you wish people knew more about, what would that be? Yeah, the biggest thing is look after yourself. When you're not looking after yourself, whether that's mental, spiritual, emotional, physical health, things crumble and it can have an on effect to everything else. So if you want to be learning new things and you're still working, create a system around how you can develop these while looking after your job. Or if you're not looking after your physical health because you're working so many hours, you probably need to look at that so you're looking after your physical health. Now, my biggest thing is I love teaching meditation. I'm a certified meditation teacher, and I'm really passionate about bringing that to millennials because we're so switched on mentally. We're taking in so much information through technology that our mind is never getting you know, a rest like we would have done even five years ago. So much is asked of millennials more than ever any generation before. We've got technology in our face, you know, pretty much 24-7. We're looking at our phone before we go to bed. We're stuck in comparison. We've got all the hashtags telling us we need to be doing all the things. Be sure to look after yourself. And that isn't about just a self-care Sunday, like I'm just going to sit on the couch and like, you know, drink tea all day. It's about just creating that life that serves you. So look after your health. 
I think that's so great. At the end of each episode, I kind of set everyone a task for the week. What's a small first Mm. step that people can take? Well, let's say that you've done the workbook or you've done a personality test and you understand who you are. Then just sit with that and get to know yourself. Start making choices that serve that best you and serve your strengths and your value system and be looking after your health. If you're feeling burnt out, rest. If you feel that Instagram is making you feel less than, put it away, take it off your phone for a week. Just be sure to put you and your future self first. Yeah, I think that's awesome advice. I think everyone needs a a social media detox every now and then. Yes. Thank you so much for all of that wisdom. And I think the favorite part um, about Sam for me is that she lives what she preaches. She's been through the journey and I think that's the best thing. And because she knows what she wants to the core, that's who she's serving in her life coaching journey. She's not pretending that she can help everyone in the thing. She wants to hit millennial women because that's the stuff that she's passionate about and that's who she relates to. So even when you're in your freelance work or you're working in a company, if it's someone that doesn't have the same vision or the same base morals as you, it's never going to work. It's like, you know, with a guy or a girl that you're dating, if they don't hold those key morals in the end and they just look great and everyone thinks that they're great or they sound great to everyone else, doesn't mean that they're right or that style is right for you. Exactly. Is there anything else that you want to add finishing up here? Yeah. If you're in the mess and you're feeling like you're stuck right now, please don't beat yourself up. This is your moment to make that decision that serves the greater vision that you have and to be your best self and to live your best life. So don't beat yourself up. Just use this information in the podcast. And Demi's giving such fantastic information and resources for you throughout the whole podcast. So just refer to them, take notes with what resonates and take this opportunity to create the life that you want to live. Thank you so much, Sam. I know that this is just the start of everyone's journey. And I think we've, we're at a point now where we've done enough kind of research and now it's time for us to start doing and taking some action. So in the next few episodes, we will be taking some key steps to figure ourselves out and I'm really excited for it. So thank you so much for sharing your wonderful wisdom. Thank you for having me. if everyone wants to follow Sam and her incredible time in Bali, it's at Life Coach Sam, isn't it? Yeah. So check out her Instagram. Everything of hers will be linked below. The main message of today was to educate ourselves on ourselves. And I think we can move forward once we do that, right? So thank you so much for today. No problem. Thanks, Demi. Bye. Another huge thank you to Sam. Be sure to follow her on Instagram, especially if you are a millennial female. She posts some really great resources and information there. I mean, just from our chat, you know that she's a dead set legend. So be sure to check that out. All of her links will be in the show notes below. For this week's challenge, it's kind of a really intriguing one. Since we spoke all about understanding who we are at our core a little bit more. I thought I'd play on that 
for the challenge for the week. Now, I have three different options for you. They all take various amounts of time, none of them more than 15, 20 minutes. So don't worry if you're strapped for time. Uh, I would highly suggest doing all three just because I found out so much about myself and also it just was kind of like freaky and fun. So what are these three things? Great question. And I'm going to get on with it and answer them for you. So the first thing that I suggest to dive deeper into understanding who you are at your core is a personality test. Now I've done a lot of these. I think I did them like in high school and I never found any that interesting A couple of years ago or a year ago or so, I was sent one by 16 personalities. If you haven't ever taken this, I highly recommend taking it. It is like scary accurate. It not only breaks down what kind of personality type you are, it it, it also breaks it down into different areas. So for me, I'm what they call a campaigner. It breaks down like your strengths and weaknesses, romantic relationships, friendships, how you are in like parenthood, different career paths and like things like workplace habits. And then it just kind of breaks it down in a fun way. Like it also gives you characters on TV shows and movies that you're like, but also real life celebrities that you're like. So one of mine is like Russell Brand or something like that. If you've done this in the past, do it again because the high school and university me would not have been a campaigner. So I would highly recommend doing that. It gives you so many details. That one takes about 10 minutes to answer. The second kind of quiz and questionnaire about yourself I think you should take is called the Sparkotype test. Now it's by a man called Jonathan Fields who started the website, The Good Life Project. If you haven't heard about that, it's, I think it's actually aimed at an older demographic. He also has a podcast as well. I haven't listened to it, but if anyone has, let me know if it's worth listening to. What I love about the Sparkotype test is it's essentially supposed to help you figure out what you're kind of meant to do. So despite all of like financial decisions we make in Korea or, um, you know, what our environment tells us we should do, it pretty much like gives you an idea of if money wasn't a thing, if societal pressures weren't a thing, this is the type of work that sparks you. So what kind of work you should be doing and what kind of work really excites you. The awesome part about this is it doesn't mean you have to do this huge career shift because it doesn't give you an actual job that you should be doing. What it does is it helps you identify the things that you should look for in your work or outside of the workplace. This whole podcast isn't about quitting your job now and going to do something that you think you want to do. It's about trying to adapt and learn slowly so that we can start working towards living the lifestyle we want to live. So what I really loved about this is I got the results of a warrior and then my secondary sparkotype was an advocate. So it says as a warrior, I feel like a bit of a wanker saying this, but it says that organizing, inspiring and leading others is your call. 
You love to connect and lead different types of people and create communities. I mean, it's kind of what I'm trying to do with the podcast, but I don't know. Sometimes I just feel, sometimes you feel like a bit of a dick saying that. I don't know if anyone else can relate, but yeah. So a warrior is what, what it says for me. And what, what that kind of identifies is that in the workplace, like if I'm bored or if I don't have people's connection, then that's really going to affect how I work. And that whatever work I do, I need to work on something that I can see some kind of, you know, meaningful outcome and I can bring all of these ideas together and just power forward in them. So I guess it doesn't really matter what industry I'm in. And then the secondary sparker type is an advocate, which is someone that like wants to champion people's ideas and wants to help give people a voice. So I guess they come pretty hand in hand, a warrior and an advocate. But yeah, it just allows you to kind of figure out what kind of things you should be doing. And that if you are sitting at your desk doing nothing some parts of the day, which I know in a lot of my nine to five or desk jobs, I was doing a lot of that. Try and find a way that you can fill your time with things that relate with your sparker type. So I know when I used to work at a local council, I know, um, I was doing their social media writing and I swear to you, half of my day I spent doing absolutely fuck all. So what I did was because the council was so big and broken up into different sub categories and areas, uh, I sent an email blast out to everyone there and asked them if anyone wanted help with their social media. So if they needed help with a voice in how, let's say, the preschool department could get more information out there, or if people wanted to help build their personal brand, how I could help assist them in that. And that really helped to fill my time. And not only that, it also made me feel like I had a purpose at work and that I was helping people. And that wasn't something that my boss asked me to do. It was something that I asked him if I could do as long as I got all my other tasks done. So yeah, I guess that's a little bit of an example for you. So definitely do it. And the final thing, so thing number three that I suggest you to do is, you've probably guessed it already, it's to do Sam's self-discovery booklet. And so I've done this, as I mentioned, in my conversation with Sam and understanding what your core values are and breaking down things like what you consider your strengths are, what your ideal day is, is so interesting. It's actually really difficult to do, but once you do it and once you read through and kind of see your answers and then compare that to what you're doing or the way you're currently living your life, it's super, super interesting. Like for me, the times in my life I was the happiest was when I was in a community. So like high school, I fucking loved high school, not because of the education side of things. I hated that, but I loved the social side. And it doesn't matter if it's in a working way or it is in a, I mean, fun kind of travel way. I just love connecting with people. 
which is also one of the kind of reasons I started this podcast. I just love talking to people. And it's funny that I identified those things, yet the workplace that I was in, although I had people around me, nobody spoke. I wasn't interacting with people. And then when I was in these kind of not so great phases of my life, isolation was a huge part of it. So I wasn't socializing as much or doing all of these things. And so what it does is just kind of help you identify your highs and lows, I guess, and then figure out small ways that you can introduce sure that the lows, because everyone's going to experience lows, that you can pull yourself out of them a lot quicker with these kind of small healthy habits, you know, help you. I definitely recommend doing that. Although you're answering questions about yourself, it's so weird, the shit that you kind of come up with and the answers you give yourself. Writing things down on paper is so different than thinking about them in your head because sometimes we drive ourselves crazy thinking about things we've done or things we want to do or things we should do or the way we think we are. As I said before, I recommend doing all three because they are so incredibly different and they can help you in so many different ways. All of the links to them will be in the show notes below. The worst case, give one of them a go, but I would suggest doing all three. If you do get them done, please let me know your results. I really, really want to know. What I will do is in the Facebook community on the millennial crisis, I will have a thread there where you can share or have a discussion about different things there. As I mentioned, the Facebook community that I have is going to be facilitated in a different way. I will have posts and threads where you can have discussions within the comments versus being able to post your questions all the time, only because I find those Facebook groups really annoying and also overwhelming at times. So I tend to just ignore them. This way you are able to just find a thread, put in a keyword, find a thread that you want to join a conversation with and be able to follow what other people are saying and feeling. In regards to wanting to post questions, there is a private Slack group. Uh, If you don't know what Slack is, essentially it's like a communication platform. And what I've created is a private millennial crisis community group there where you can ask whatever questions you want. It can be anonymous if you want. You can make yourself a fake profile. I don't give a shit. Uh, As long as you've just got a place where you can ask different questions, not be embarrassed. Let me know what you like about the podcast, what you don't like, what things you would like to see or who you would love me to interview. Um, So yeah, that would be in the Slack group. And again, that's all, all the info for that is in the show notes below. So that is the end of this episode. Thank you so, so much for listening. It honestly means the world to me. If you want to support the podcast, if you enjoy it and you want to keep hearing me talk shit and interview people every week, the biggest thing you can do to support me is to share this with a friend post it on your socials and tag me at Demi Kotsouris. It honestly helps me so much. That is all for this week. I'm so excited to share another amazing conversation with you for next week. Until then, see you later.